Good afternoon and welcome everybody into another edition of the Devoted Steelers Podcast. I am the D, as in Dimitri George, joined alongside my co-host, as always, he is the V, Vince Paparella. And Vince, let's jump right into it. Vince, today was the uh, last practice before the Steelers head to Canton, Ohio. Uh, I'm sure they'll probably do some walkthrough things tomorrow morning, which would be Wednesday. Uh, but the last padded practice for sure before the first preseason game for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night, the Hall of Fame game against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so got some things definitely want to discuss heading into that game. Some guys we want to look at, some guys, some things we're looking forward to seeing, kind of as we kind of already touched on in our last episode. Um, however, uh, Vince, you did make a trip to Heinz Field on Monday and saw practice and witnessed it with your own eyes uh, yourself. So definitely would like you to just kind of share with everybody uh, kind of some of the stuff you share with me, you know, off the, off, you know, offline, uh, if you will, uh, kind of what you saw, what you liked, what you didn't like, and just the overall atmosphere at, at training camp. Hey, you know, it was uh, really exciting to go to training camp as always. Um, I try to do training camp once a year. Uh, and typically, obviously, it's at St. Vincent's, uh, but due to COVID and the NFL being kind of sticklers, they made the Steelers do it at home. But anyways, it was a cool experience. And, you know, if you've been to training camp before, you know that where you can view everything, uh, the offense is typically closest to you. And then there's three, you know, fields or whatever, and the defense is on the far end. And then when they do drills such as seven on seven or like team exercises, uh, they're all together. Uh, but what's different, obviously, at being Heinz Field is there's one field. And so you feel like there's people punting on top of each other and like the, the punts on the one side and the defense on the other. And then, you know, the offense is on, you know, the opposite side of the defense. And then they come together and, you know, the drills are times like they typically are. Um, but it was good. You know, always a good experience at training camp. Uh, it was great to see everybody. Everybody looked good. Um, you know, overview of the offense, um, starting with the line. Uh, it's going to be a mystery here for the first couple weeks, especially until they figure out that kind of formula for how they want to put things together and who their starting five is going to be because it's literally has changed every day with, you know, minor injuries, tweaks. The good news is there aren't any major injuries as far as the offensive line goes that's going to hold people back significantly. But, you know, Kevin Donson hasn't practiced yet, and yesterday was uh, Banner's first day of actually practicing, and it was limited. So, you know, they they really need to find some time to get the uh, to get the lines all together. Um, wide receivers, you know, not a lot of holdover or not a lot of change from last year. So it's it's your typical Juju, uh, Claypool, and Deontay Johnson, Washington, and, you know, whoever else makes the team. Ray Ray, as I know uh, Dimitri likes. So they look good. I thought Pat Fryer youth looked especially good um, in the passing game. I I couldn't really see him for where I was in the field as far as the uh, run game goes, but I thought he looked uh, quite solid as a passer, uh, pass catcher. Uh, Najee Harris was seems to be the focal point <laughs> of the offense, and uh, or I guess not the offense, but who like everybody's paying attention to, I should say. And uh, he looked very good. I did not see a lot of Benny Snell. I saw a lot of Anthony McFarlane, especially in the passing game. Um, and then quarterbacks, you know, I, you know that I'm harder on quarterbacks or excuse me on Mason Rudolph than I am, you know, other people, but it's his fourth season. I really feel like there are next to no more excuses for him, honestly. Um, And so I think we should be judging him very harshly. Uh, And he did not look good yesterday. And as Nick Farball commented today, he almost has negative pocket presence. Um, which, like, it's a thing because he will stay in the pocket to a fault 
you know, he'll go in there and, you know, get bashed around. I know that's a sore term to use with him. Um, but, you know, it's – it's I, I need to – we need to be critical of him because it is his fourth year. And if he is going to be the quarterback of the future, like some people hope he does, and the, I think the front office is, is kind of hoping for, then he needs to be held to a higher standard, I believe. So um, – and Dwayne Haskins looked extremely uh, well put together. Uh, he had some nice – he had a really nice touchdown, seven shots to Pat Fryermuth. And he just looks like, you know, he has really grown and his confidence has gotten so, you know, so much better uh, in, in the time that he's been in Pittsburgh. So that's my thought on the offense. And I'll let you comment. No, and I, I, you know me, I'm so curious about Dwayne Haskins and, and what he can potentially do in a, under with obviously a new organization, new coaching staff, a team that can get, kind of get behind him, kind of grow him, develop him. So really good to hear that. Not only was he playing well now, but just the strides that he made, not only just from being on the team, but from minicamp and OTAs, some of the local beat writers that have kind of watched him throughout the you know, spring and now into the summer have said he's made some pretty significant strides uh, just from the spring into the summer. So that's really good. You can That just tells me that he's been really focused on his game and working on fundamentals. So I'm really excited about that. I agree with you. Um, at this point, I don't know if the Steelers front office feels like Mason's the quarterback of the future, I mean, I mean, if, if that happens, they'll love it. But I, honestly, in my opinion, I think they look at him as right now as a bridge guy. Um, obviously if he goes out next year, if Ben retires, which I'll get to in a second, because Art Rooney had some comments and um, today with uh, some of the local media guys. And it said, he basically said, it's not, it's not a foregone conclusion that Ben's going to retire after this year. So obviously more, more to come on that as the season unfolds and we'll see at the end of the year. But Regardless, I agree with you. Mason's been here. He's been around. He's played. He's got some significant playing time. You know, we expect when he goes out there in the preseason and he's going to apparently he's gonna start the Hall of Fame game, you know, I expect to look I, – I, I, you'd expect to see crisp, good timing, you know, going through his reads quickly, you know, making right decisions. But to your point, if he's I've, – I've also saw that, you know, he's kind of struggled here a little bit in camp. Um I don't want to say struggle, but he's had some, you know, some off days, which is obviously it's, it's he's still a young quarterback. But to your point, he's he's got to show some more in his fourth year. We we um, give him so much leeway. I know, I and, know. You know, you see teams that, and I get it. He was not a first round pick, but they had a first round grade on him, and that's the point with the that's the sticking point for when it comes to the Steelers. And if he has a first round grade on him in year three, this should be put together. All right. He's not building Legos anymore with the instructions, all right, for lack of a better analogy. Like, he needs to be taking this by the horns, and I get it's a new system, and that is across the board, gives you leeway. However, I need to, I need to see flashes of, wow, that was good. And I don't see it. I, I, I see it. If anything, I just see the opposite. And I also want to touch really quickly, too, before you go into the defense. Um, I know you mentioned something you didn't see a lot of Benny Snell. Uh, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I do feel like he's dealing with uh, some sort of injury. I'm not 100 percent sure where it is, so that probably played a part in that. But I have heard good things about Anthony McFarland. Obviously, Anthony McFarland has has familiarity with Matt Canada with, at his time in Maryland. Um, Alex Gazor, a good friend, who you actually got a chance to touch base with, um, correct at at camp on Monday. Um, Alex has kind of said, you know, he's seen a lot of pony backfield with you know both Najee and uh, McFarland in the backfield, or Matt McFarland split out in the slot and jet sweeps and all that kind of misdirection that Matt Canada likes to have in his offense. So not surprised that you saw some more Anthony McFarland and I'm excited for him. He's a guy, he's a guy, he's a burner. 
he literally looked like last year he was too fast for his own good, uh, yeah. and the game was so fast. Um, so hopefully the game kind of slows down for him, and he's able to utilize his speed in the right ways uh, at this level. Um, so I'm definitely excited about that. And I like I and real quick, I I, I know that I was going to only talk about that, but offensive line. Um, of course, there's a lot of unknowns, um, which I think is all as much as that people might want to think is a bad thing. I also think it could be a good thing. Um, I, they hopefully I'm hoping there's a chip on their, their shoulders. They hear the noise. They hear the, the criticism. They hear the the downplaying of, of of the fact that they're probably one of the worst old lines and not only the division, the AFC and the NFL, whatever. Um, but I do like that I'm hearing that this Adrian Clem is really instilling this physical, nasty attitude up front with them, and they're just playing with a mean streak. And so I'm, while I understand there's going to be some growing pains for sure, having a physical in your mouth, in your face, I should say, punchy in the mouth, uh, offensive line mentality that's just nasty dogs. I, I'm excited for that. Um, so. Uh, understand that there's going to be, you know, a learning curve here, and they got to get some of these guys healthy uh, as they're working their way back to get some cohesion. But uh, still, plenty of time before week one. But um, we'll be interested to see how this plays out uh, throughout the rest of the camp, and obviously during these four preseason games. But I'll turn it back to you to kind of highlight some of the stuff on defense. Yeah, it's going to be good, I think, for overall. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of fights, and they're definitely playing past the whistle. Um, on the offensive line, so you can say uh, by the fights, I'm sure that everybody is – they're not really fights. They're more like scrums uh, that have been happening at camp. Defensively, um, I didn't get a good – they were really, really run-focused yesterday. Um, so I didn't get to see as much of the secondary as I liked. But, you know, I know the offensive line is young, and T.J. Watt uh, obviously is still not practicing because the word on the street is that they're working on the contract. But the pass rushers – uh, particularly on the outside between Ingram and honestly Cassius Marsh has been playing well and Alex Highsmith we've talked about several times this podcast they're coming and they're bringing it so you know, I have really really high expectations for them and uh, the only person that got beat yesterday was as a secondary was Joe Hayden uh, and Juju beat him right Juju beat him yes it was it was a nice move let's let's be honest and Justin Lane uh, had a really nice pass breakup on the goal line. Um, I forget who it was against. It was in seven shots. Um, but it was really, really good. And apparently, from what I read today, is he's also putting it together defensively. Or he's been putting it to be- together as of late. So, hopefully, we see some uh, better uh, play from him. And honestly, it just makes the uh, room more competitive. No, and I... Justin Lane's an interesting guy. I've also heard the same things the last couple of days, really putting it together. Uh, new DB coach, Grady Brown. Uh, apparently, uh, according to your guy, Nick Farball is kind of taking him under his wing. I look at a guy like Justin Lane, kind of like I did with Keenan Lewis. Uh, Keenan Lewis might be able to – Keenan Lewis might be a guy that uh, was certainly kind of the same path, like third-round pick, just like uh, Justin Lane – talented but just se- couldn't seem to put it together the first couple of years and then that, that third going into fourth year really started to play well and obviously we know what happened when Keenan was a full-time starter mm-hmm. uh, got himself a nice deal with New Orleans um, after that but 
Justin Lane, again, I think everyone's got James Pierre penciled in as that next guy, whether it's slot or whether it's playing on the outside and sub sub package or the backup, whatever. I, they they have him on the, uh, you know, a step above Justin Lane on the pecking order. But Justin Lane, to your point, and everyone that's been there and watched in practice, seems like he's coming on and he's going to, you know, he, it's it, these games are going to be key for him. Um, oh, absolutely. So, so and again, he didn't get preseason reps last year because there was none. So this is a great opportunity for him um, to get some in-game reps. Um, talking about the pass rushers, I think we already know what that's going to look like this year. Obviously, the Steelers led the league in sack for the last couple of years. So not no no surprise for me there. Obviously, you see a guy like Alex Highsmith. He looks like he got bigger. He looks like he's playing with him. It sounds like he's playing with an edge. Um, yeah, he's got TJ obviously on the opposite side, but also Melvin Ingram, a guy that you know, in, in a way, necessarily might push him, but also is a guy that he can learn a lot from because he's a quality pass rusher, got first round pedigree, and has been in the league for a while now. Um, if you pair that with the defensive line, that should be really stout again. Um, it's going to be, it should be another great year from the pass rushing perspective on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so again, I think defensively. You know, the, the questions are really, you know, the inside linebacker spot next to Devin. And I think the how the secondary is going to play out uh, from this from the cornerback position. You know, obviously, we know Joe and Cam, you know, but what's this battle with Arthur Millette and Antoine Brooks look like for the slot position? You know, again, yeah. James was there, James Pierre and Justin Lane. These preseason games are really going to iron this out. And, you know, I think it's really going to be a matter of. Is James is the guy like James Pierre too hard to keep off the field as opposed to leaving a guy like having an Arthur Merlet or Antoine Brooks man the slot. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be something that I'm going to be certainly looking into. I like to watch secondary play um, generally speaking. So I'll be curious to see how that plays out. But um, to your point um, should be a really solid defense. Um, and it's not surprising that they're kind of taking advantage of the pass rushes of, of, of a inexperienced and unproven offensive line for the Steelers and, and, and during training camp. Yeah, hopefully it's just like, it's just that. And, as they you know, they said in the um, on the radio today on uh, Sirius XM NFL Radio, like you know, the defense is so much further ahead than the offense right now, and that's because there's obviously no uh, Jim and Pat are in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, they were there today. Um, okay. And uh, surprised you didn't go today. Pat Kerwin's your guy. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I've already seen Pat though. I've seen that experience. <laughs> um, but you know, the defense is so much further ahead. The offense, for obvious reasons, and especially you know, there isn't. There is some turnover of defense, but you know, compared to the offense, it's just you know not as substantial. So, but overall, so, it's it's good. It was good. It was a good day. A beautiful day, honestly, of weather. And obviously, today, I, you know, we kind of already highlighted some of the things we've heard. Um, definitely, uh, you know, Najee apparently kind of stepped that stepped away for a couple of plays with some kind of shoulder ailment, but apparently was able to go back. I haven't heard anything significant regarding that. But something obviously a monster as we head into a fir- his first game. It sounds like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna play some. Pat was uh, injured too. Yeah, and I was gonna say Pat Firemuth um, also didn't seem like reporters said he didn't seem like he was in too much discomfort, but he kind of you know made probably precautionary, just kind of you know ended, sure. ended his day early. So we'll have to see if he's able to go on Thursday. Um, other than that, I haven't really heard much from the you know existing injury front, um, and I don't think there were any new injuries. So again. As, as we look at, ahead, again, not really caring about wins, losses, and schematics and stuff. It's just, I guess, we've like I said, we've kind of already talked about it, I think, in the previous episode. But 
Given the given the fact that you just saw practice yourself, what are some things that you're looking forward to seeing on, on Thursday night, or what are some things that you're going to be, you know, keying keying in on? I think again, like I mentioned last week, it's how the offensive line does overall playing. You know, it's not like our number two is going to be playing against their number ones. You know, Dallas will approach this the same way that Pittsburgh does with you know as far as with right. you're, you not know, gonna see, yeah. you're not going to see Dax and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I need to see how the offensive line does against their D line. I need to see Mason Rudolph tear it up. I mean, on target, you know, a few hiccups are fine, you know, especially with the new offense, but I need to see him look sharp. All right, and I need him in control of this offense, especially, you know, with not the starters playing. He needs to be the leader out there if I want to give him any consideration. And I hope Dwayne Haskins keeps pushing the heck out of him because it needs to happen. And if Dwayne Haskins is going to be, you know, honestly, reading the reports yesterday, I would not be surprised if, you know, we kind of get into a similar situation in 2019 as where we're willing to trade somebody, um, especially if the well, injuries I, continue I on just, the I just saw something, and I didn't get a chance to read it. It was just a quote, so take that for what you will. But it sounded like Dwayne, who talked to the media, I think, today, said something along the lines that he's been told some things by the Steelers about his future. So it's, again, take he that for what you will. Yes. Correct, correct, correct. Yes. Um. You know, wide receivers not, you know, I heard some good things about Busey, uh, Rico Busey, but we'll see. And then, you know, tight ends, I've heard a lot of good things about Zach Gentry, and I'm excited for him, and I hope that he continues to develop. Uh, defensively, it's it's the secondary. You know, it's what, how good are these guys? Are we, you know, are people running past them? Dallas is a good, deep wide receiving core. Um, I'm going to see how they handle them. And they got a young uh, receiving core, too, so I'm, I really want to see how they react to that. Uh so I think I, if I had to name like my my three things, it would be O line, quarterback, secondary. So I'm going to go similar, but I'm going to I'm just going to say obviously Dwayne Haskins is the guy I'm watching. Uh, I'd like to see him. I want to see Anthony McFarland. I want to see how he does offensively as well. Um, uh, but really, honestly, for me, to your it's defense. I want to see the inside linebackers. I want to see uh, UG three. I want to see Buddy Johnson, who I keep hearing good things about. Marcus Allen. Yeah. How is he developed? I want to see those guys thumping inside and how they react and get in playing space. Um, and to your point, I, I want to see the secondary. I want to see Antoine Brooks. I want to see Arthur Millette. How they because again they're replacing a big uh, a role that was filled by Mike Hillen, who I think, uh, in my opinion, he's up there with Kenny Moore as the top uh, slot corner in the game. Um, so yeah, that's a big it's it's a big shoe to fill, uh, for sure. And uh, Mike Hillen was a guy that was physical, uh, always around the ball, applying pressure. We all know how great he was at timing his blitzes. Um, he just had an uncanny ability to do that. Um, so that position is, is one that was manned by someone that played it really well. Uh, and so they've got to make sure that there's not a significant drop-off from Mike Hillen. You obviously can't, you know, not saying Mike Hillen is all-world Hall of Fame defensive player, but he was really stout and really filled that role really well. So it's important for them to find a guy uh, that can really replace him and, 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 and do a, 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 you know, varsity level job as Mike Tomlin would say. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking at. And honestly, shout out to the punter. I want to, I want to see the rookie. I want to see him punt in live action. I want to see what it looks like. This guy is a big boy. Uh, apparently had another good day punting today. I think, I think Alex Gazora had mentioned something that he had a 70 yarder, I think at some point today. He hit a so, high hanger. Yeah. So, We'll have to see how that looks. That's obviously going to unfold throughout training camp in the preseason. Um, 
But again, it's just a. It's great that we have a Steelers game to watch on Thursday. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And, and like Mike Tomlin said today in his press conference prior to practice, they're going to know a lot more about their football team than they do when they walk into the stadium. And again, he's not caring about wins and losses. He's not caring about the schematics. It's about, like he said, who can play football essentially. Which I know it sounds really basic, but <laughs> I think it. I think it's. I think it's. It, it, it's meaningful. I think it. You, you're walking into a stadium for the first time with some guys that you want to see in in-game action, and a lot of some people shy away from it. Some people rise up, and you know, I'll be interested to see uh, who's able to make some plays and make a name for themselves in this first game. Because not only is it, this this is not only an opportunity for them for the Steelers, but an opportunity for all the other 31 other teams. So you have to imagine that they're gonna, you know, put their best film out there for not only for the Steelers but for the rest of the league. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited for sure. I'm very excited, and you know, I'm sure I won't be as excited when I'm watching. No offense to Josh Dobbs and whoever else is out there that's, that are very, very fringe well, picking the team, but uh, you know, I'm it's, like, it's I like I like Josh Dobbs. I'm gonna be rooting for him. So I'm I, not. I'm not rooting against Josh Dobbs. I know, but, but just, I, I'm not gonna disrespect him and saying, you know, I don't really give a damn about what he does or how they look. Hey, I'd like to see Josh Dobbs succeed, but that's just me. Every indication down there in practice is that like. Yeah, he's the fourth guy. So, <laughs> of you know. course, of course. And I, 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 like I said, I don't mean that to be disrespectful, but like every indication down, I was like, yeah, he ain't getting hardly any reps. So, um, kind of is what it is. But, well, Vince, anything before we wrap up? I know it was a quick show, um, but no, it's good. It's concise. Um, you know, I think Steelers fans need to be patient with this offensive line, um, and I would continue to be hard on. Uh, Mason, Mason Rudolph, I I don't like. I just hear a lot of excuses about it. And I, I'm I'm sick of it. Like you know, it's. I I think we should be, it's 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 fair criticism at this point, especially with him being here next year and all not having to worry about that. I think it's uh, I think we need to continue to apply apply pressure. I'm well, sorry well, if I sound a stickler. Well, it's well, no. I mean, I think I think you need to work on telling us how you really feel about people. All right, um, you know, but, that's uh, always my problem. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> But no, well, it's an opportunity for him just to continue to work on his skills as well. But to your point, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne being there could definitely potentially light a fire under Mason as if if Dwayne continues to perform as 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 he reportedly is. So um, it'll be interesting to see. But again, everyone, tune in Thursday night, Canton, Ohio, Hall of Fame game, Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys, iconic NBC. franchise. I think it's Fox actually. Okay, iconic franchises. No, you're good. It's usually NBC, but I think it's yeah. Fox this year. Don't hold me to it. Um, two iconic franchises, first preseason game. We're excited. Uh, and we'll talk to you obviously, uh, shortly after the game, probably Friday, uh, at it is Fox. Uh, with, uh, okay, good. Fox on, on Thursday night. Was it eight Oh five? Yeah. Eight. Just eight. Eight. And, uh, like I said, we'll have a recap for you on Friday or Saturday or so to kind of give us, our, give our thoughts and, and kind of, uh, you know, what we liked and what we didn't like. So, again, stay tuned for that as well. But thank you so much for listening to us. As always, for Vince, this is Dimitri. Everyone enjoy the game, and we'll see you next time. Take care.